Welcome to the Nightly Rant with your hosts, Mike and Toria. This is the show where we examine society from a sarcastic point of view. If you like insane conversations, this is definitely the show for you. Let's get into today's topic. YPN people, I don't know about you, but I love helping out a friend. That's why I want to shout out my friend Brian Little and his podcast, Your Favorite Blockhead. This is the only show that manages to weave together peanuts and MMA into one heck of an amazing podcast. You can find your favorite blockhead wherever your favorite podcasts reside and at yourfavoriteblockhead.com. Do me a huge favor and listen to Brian's show. You'll be entertained and you'll help out a friend. Now, as I said, let's get into today's topic. Okay. I want you to picture this headline I'm about to give you, and I want you to tell me what the reaction would have been if this was the headline. Okay. Trump admits to working with Facebook to identify people posting misinformation. Systemic outrage. How pissed do you think the left would be? There would be an outbreak of TDS. It would be aggressive. They would, be so you, mad. Do you think the word fascist would come up? Yeah. How about authoritarian dictator? Do I know what I actually think? I think that all the, the people on the left would have whined and whined and whined, like they always do, about Trump. And then the people on the left that are elected officials would have tried to impeach him yet again. Okay, because they're going to be saying that he's a fascist and he's violating our First Amendment rights. Well, guess what? The actual headline is Biden admits to working with Facebook to identify users posting misinformation. Well, then I need to do a consistency check here. Are the people on the right whining uncontrollably? Uncontrollably, no. They're outraged. Okay. Not consistent. Are the people that are actually elected, that are on the right, threatening to impeach Joe Biden? No. What's wrong with them? No, they're not threatening to impeach him. They are saying that he's violating the First Amendment rights, and it's concerning, but they're not saying that he should be impeached. I think he should be thrown in jail for the misinformation that he puts out there. Well, like, that's the thing. Like, they, they do it all the time. They, give, they purposely give us wrong information. Right. And <laughs> here's the thing. I, I have one consistent belief about this. Everyone? Everyone is responsible for doing their own research. Now, we all know that you get to make your own decisions. Mm -hmm. But doing so without doing your research makes you an idiot. This is true. So everyone gets to do their own research, right? Right. So then what? who cares what someone posts on Facebook? You're not supposed to read what someone posts on Facebook and be like, Yo, dude, this over here is the truth. No, you have to check that shit out. You have to check that shit out and find out if it's the truth or not. Do you know what I think? I think this whole situation applies to that. Can be have that proverb applied to it? The one about they came for X, Y, Z and I didn't say anything. And then they came for X, Y, Z again and I didn't say anything. And then they came for me and there was nobody left to speak up. Yes. What's happening is a group is silencing another group, and then they're going to move on to the next thing they disagree with and silence them. And then they're going to silence their own people for something, 
And there's not going to be anybody left to yell and scream about it because they're just letting it happen. Well, right. And that's that's my stance on the entire issue. I could easily say, I don't post misinformation on Facebook. Why do I care if they take down misinformation? Well, yeah. Just saying that the misinformation they're talking about is right-wing nutjobs spreading information about COVID being a hoax. But if you don't protect their speech about COVID being a hoax, who's to say that next they're not going to come for some sarcastic anti-Joe Biden meme I posted? Exactly. 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 You, it's the give an inch, take a mile, you know, saying you don't want to yeah. do that. And people will try that in society. That's why, you know, it's why it's hard for good people to really be good mm-hmm. because they get taken advantage of. Yeah. And schemed against, you know. So you're saying Joe Biden is scheming against the American people. Yes. Now, I want to know, here's the big question. Is Joe Biden only scheming against American citizens or is Joe Biden scheming against all citizens of the world who participate on Facebook? Is he only taking down misinformation posted by Americans or is he? I think so. How? How do you distinguish between you, I'm using the metaphorical you because you're an American citizen, you going on Facebook and posting that COVID is a hoax or some nutbag in middle Canada posting that COVID is a hoax. Location, Both baby. being Location. friends with Americans. Location. They're though. still influencing Americans. Doesn't Come on matter, now. But it doesn't matter. I think he's probably targeting all of it. That would be illegal. I think there'd be a multitude of countries that would have a severe problem with that. And see, this is the thing. We have to remember something. I don't care what you want to say. You you know, if you want to say that there was a scam that went on and that's how Biden won, great. You can think that if you want. Whatever makes sense. We're going to use, we're just going to say, let's just say his election could be called into doubt. Okay. Let's just say that's possible. The only thing you can quote, call into doubt, in my mind, is whether the people voted for Biden or against Trump. See, because if he won, but then 75, 80% of his voters are voting against Trump, they're not going to support him when he's the president. Right. Um, anyway. And that's the problem we I have I agree here. with you. And that's the problem we have here. He doesn't have a mandate, regardless of what people want to think. But also, to my previous point that I was almost done with, but not quite. Yes, okay. Why target only misinformation being posted from a certain country? If you're targeting the misinformation, it's still going to exist if you let it exist in Canada and Mexico and China. If the misinformation is still out there, then what the effing hell is the point of stopping Americans from saying it? It's either. That's why I think it's either or nothing. Because if the Canadian person is friends with an American person and that American person sees it, as soon as they go to try to share it, they're shut down. Well, exactly. So, so. But they still saw it and it still influenced them. But it wouldn't, really wouldn't, you know, from, from Facebook's standpoint, it's less powerful. I agree with what you're saying, but from Facebook's standpoint, it's less powerful. They, they're saying that if you have access to their platform, you have access to a worldwide platform of right. people. And that's true. You do. And yet you're only trying to influence things here in the United States, but you got people from all over the world 
helping you influence things here in the United States. And that's where the power struggle comes from. Right. And that's why I have the opinion. And I'm prefacing this with me, Toria, this person right here on the couch has the opinion that Joe Biden plus Facebook are not just targeting American misinformation. They're targeting it all. It's logical. Could it be? No, I'm not going to talk about that. (laughs) I've learned better. I've learned better. But we can talk about the could it be part later. But this part is interesting. You know, you, you could be right. I mean, I could be completely wrong. I completely understand that. It's true. But but you know what I do is I try to go with something that's the most reasonable, you know, the strongest yet most reasonable. So there could be five points of reasonableness. This guy right here could hit four of them. You could hit one or or two. But your um, idea is much stronger. I'm going to be more attracted to that. You know what I'm saying? Like. It's a combination of stuff that makes me attracted to a person. I get it. And so I think I think that same thing is who people vote for. They're attracted to the candidate for some reason. And that's what they kind of, in a political way, we fall all, in love with the candidate. We all know why Canadians elected Justin Trudeau. They were attracted and not to his policies. Yeah. They liked how he looked. And I don't understand why. <laughs> Well, it's it's weird how open that is, though. Like, I mean, if you compare, everybody knows this is true. If you compare him to Vlad or Trump, I get it. <laughs> but if you compare him to like attractive men of society, I do not. Yeah, yeah. It is. It is odd. It is odd. But you know, I'm not into like you know bashing anyone's appearance. It just just you're right. It is kind of funny though, um, because. Sometimes I've experienced it myself. Sometimes the level of success you get is based upon participation. Right. I mean, it truly is. Like, you know, how well you participate in the game is how well you're going to do financially. It just really is the truth. And, you know, the game could be a lot of things. It's about putting the pieces together that work for you in an ethical way that bring you... From point A to point B, where point B being like growth. That's, you know, that's a key concept to remember when you have relationships because it works with relationships too. What what does this have to do with the attractiveness of Justin Trudeau? Well, it's how people get attracted in the first place is is looks. And they shouldn't, I'm trying to say, here, I'll make it simple. TLDR, whatever it's called. TDLR, whatever the hell, what is it? TLDR. TLDR. Okay. Too long, didn't read. In Thank this inspects, it would be TLDL. Too long, didn't listen. Whatever the fuck you say. <laughs> anyway, and please keep that in there. Let's know. This part right here is interesting because you're trying to trick me. <laughs> what if I just don't answer your question? That's fine. <laughs> we can move on. <laughs> Moving on. So anyway, Joe Biden, he's colluding with Facebook. You know. And probably Justin Trudeau. I'm glad. I I wondered if they were going to, you know, if you think about it, by doing that, they could circumvent the laws of our country, both the foreign people and the domestic people. You know what I mean? You know by what making I think? it too open? Yes. You said it would be illegal if Joe Biden tried to stop the spread of misinformation on Facebook. Yes. Explain to me why. 
because the the First Amendment to the U.S. Constitution says I have to that- amend my statement first. Worldwide, Joe Biden trying to stop the spread of misinformation on Facebook worldwide. I understand why it's an American crime. I want to know why it's a worldwide crime. If Joe Biden wants to stop that in other countries, he would have to be violating the law. What's the law that stops him from influencing the law in other countries? I'm just curious. I believe you it exists. There's like a limitation of powers, and I can't remember what okay. it's called. Okay. But there's a limitation of powers. And the concept being that you can't have all the power belong in one set of hands. That's why the founders created three branches of government. Okay. Legislative, executive, and judicial. And interestingly, most legislatives are split into two. So I have follow-up questions to lead you down my thought okay. path here. Okay. If a Canadian citizen is in the United States... Mm-hmm. Do they have to follow American law or Canadian law? If they're here yes. in this country, Canadian they're citizen. under the jurisdiction of the United States of America. Where is Facebook located? United States so of America. So technically, wouldn't Joe Biden be able to be the president of Facebook? Because technically, all of those people well, not are inhabiting not an American platform. Not while he's the president of the United States. No, no, no. I didn't, I didn't mean the president of the company. I meant he is president over Facebook. Because technically, aren't all the people using Facebook from foreign countries visiting America? Aren't they subject well, to American tech, laws? From a tech standpoint, that's probably true. That I, is I, probably true because... because Wherever, let's put it to this way, wherever the servers are hosted, right? If any of them are within U.S. territory, right? Mm -hmm. Then you fall under U.S. law. U.S. law would require you to register with at least the local government, if not the semi-local, like state-level government. That's just a requirement. When you don't do that, you're violating the law. Understood. So, so I think I, I think the point I ended up making was that Joe Biden is only breaking American law, not world law, because technically all of the users of Facebook from other places are users of American Facebook. But then, but he's still violating American. But then law, that like would be violating bag. American law, and he's right. an American president on American soil. Hold up. Does that not mean he's violating the rights of every Facebook user, despite their nationality? Yes. Joe Biden just hates everyone. That's the moral of the story. He's trying well, to ruin everyone. He, he, it's not like he's trying to ruin. I think it's more ambition. I think, you know, he's tried to be president numerous times. Um, his shining moment should have been, um, you know, when Obama was leaving office. That should have been a shining moment. He, he didn't he, even run. He, he didn't even run. Exactly. It was like. You know, I don't remember. Something was going on. It might have been his health, but I don't remember. But something was, was going on this time in his life. He still ran. Something was going on in his life. It was weird. But the thing is, it's getting so skimpy on both sides. Like the number of qualified people to step up and take this job is just so damn slim now. Ted Cruz, twenty twenty four. You know, he says and does some stupid stuff. But, but he's of, a leader. of all of them, he's a leader. Like, he'll step up and just be like, here. And he, and he doesn't say he didn't say it either. And I think he's overall respectful of both sides. He tries to be. 
he clearly has his opinion and his agenda, but I think he's respectful. And I think somebody who's respectful of both sides and can lead strongly is what this country needs after a giant tangerine and dementia riddled Joe Biden. I know. Like, I know. It's been eight years of shit. I know. It's well, so, well, it's been five years six, of shit. Almost. But by the time yeah, Biden leaves, it will have been six, eight years of shit. <laughs> yes. Yes. And that's, and that's the thing. It's like, there's already, you know, Democrats are worrying that Harris can't beat any of the Republican contenders. She's disliked and by literally everyone exactly, who has to interact with Exactly. Her. So that is a problem for them in the long run. You know, you know what I'm enjoying about this conversation? We have not had a good political discussion in a long time. But yet, when we finally do have one, we're not beating the issue to death. We're kind of generalizing and accepting like a 50%, 50%. I like this. I have a problem with Vice President Harris. Okay, what's your problem with Vice President Harris? First off, I think it's a giant step for women when one of them is elected to an office like that. Yes, of course. I we think it's great. awesome. Yes, of course. Except for her. <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> Except for her. Because Except for her. You know how you know how um disgusting old men will say this is a specific breed of men. I'm not calling all uh -huh. old men disgusting. Uh -huh. How disgusting old men will say she can't lead, she's too emotional, she can't make people work together. They say this. And it's so offensive. Like it's so offensive. Why have I never heard this? I guess because I try not to be around skeezy, old, pervy men. Yeah, that. Anyway, they say these things. Well, she kind of embodies it because she's so emotional. And it's not in a, I'm crying in my office kind of way. It's in a, she gets salty and she 100% goes vindictive grudge holding woman on people. Who is she? Kamala Harris. Oh, oh, sorry. Okay, right. I forgot. That and we I think that she's. You had setting, so much to say about her that I forgot that we were talking about her. That's she's how much setting you had to women say about her. back. She lies. She sucked dick to get her office. Not this office, the one before it. <laughs> I don't know anything about this office. But still, like, <sighs> how is that the example that people want for their daughters? That's not what you want. I mean, I mean, Hillary Clinton is a better choice, even, and she's gross, too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and that's what I'm getting at, man. Like, that's the, what I was. The, the, at, they're slim pickings, man. Slim pickings. Like, if this is the cream of the crop, the crop's kind of rotten. You know, I think the libertarians could pull together a really strong 2024 candidate as well if they start now. Yeah. I'm hoping beyond hope that it's Justin Amash. That'd be okay. I'm hoping beyond hope that that's what it is. I think because if they need a big, well-known name. I think if Jeff Hewitt doesn't do well in the recall election, which it's a recall election, so does anybody ever really yeah. do well? Yeah. Anyway, I think if he doesn't do like election well for that, maybe he should be a nominee 
Yeah. Because at least he's vice president. He's at least made national news for decisions he's made. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's not wrong. And he's a stand-up guy. I've never heard anything sketchy about Jeff Hewitt. No. It's probably neither. exists, but it's been it's obviously not very big either. Yeah, unimportant if it exists. Yeah. That's interesting. That's a good point, you know. But I think that <laughs> the folks have to just remember that last point we were making a while back that do your own research. That was right at the beginning. Yep. Do your research. Because if you do your research, <laughs> if you do your research, you can confirm or deny things that are said. Or at least make up your own mind by reading both sides of the issue, which side you agree with. I mean, and that's the thing. I personally believe everybody's entitled to to their opinion down to the microscopic you know, measurement that you're going to use. Whatever the smallest measurement is you're using, they're entitled to their opinion down to that level. And I'm not going to complain about their opinion. You know why? Because it's their opinion. Why would I complain about it? No complaining about people's opinions. Yeah, just let people <laughs> let people have their opinions. And what you'll find is that over the course of like a hundred of those, you guys are pretty closely agreed. Don't let one thing make you decide what you think about a person. I think that's the key. Well... If that's the key, then good night, everyone. Hasta la bye-bye. Thank you for listening to The Nightly Rant. If you enjoyed the show, please give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or Google Play. If you didn't enjoy the show, please just ignore that previous request for a rating. This has been a Yogi's Podcast Network production. 